talking about the things that matter most to you. Catholic Women Now. Welcome to Catholic Women Now Coffee Table. Whether you're listening via the radio, streaming online, or with the Iowa Catholic Radio app, we welcome you here to the show today. Leslie, how have you been? Been good. It got cold again today. I know, I know. Well, I'm in a good mood because I just got done visiting, spending a week with my new grandson. Oh, no, congratulations. Thank you. That's so awesome. It is, it is. It was sad to leave. Um, I got a good time with my other grandson who's 15 months old. So I bet you were a big help too. It was fun. You kind of forget, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm, and you just want to be sure you're, you're inserting yourself when you need to, but not overdoing and over, you know, well, I think as you're aware, you probably. That's probably just exactly what you did. Well, so, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. That's what my prayer was. Lord, just show me how I can help them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, let's start with uh, a prayer to our Blessed Mother and okay. dedicate the show to her. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly into you. O Virgin, O Virgin, our Mother, to thee we come. Before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise on our petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer us. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So our guest today is Joe Teeling. Oh, I kind of know him. You kind of know him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a feel, familiar face around here at Iowa Catholic Radio, Radio, but he's here to talk about a new endeavor that he is excited about. It's called Communio, and it's a, a Communio is a nonprofit that consults with churches, equipping them with proven strategies and technologies to solve our nation's family and faith crisis. And oh. I think this is so timely. Right, and we're trying to bring it here to Des Moines. And we're pr- he's yep. working to bring it here to Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked with Joe yesterday a little bit about it, and I think I keep up pretty well on what's going on with the culture and marriage and family. But Joe shared some statistics that appalled me mm-hmm. and were eye-opening, and I think our listeners today, too, are going to be a little jolted by hearing some of yeah. these things and the necessary need, uh, need for this right the now. The attack on the family. Mm-hmm. It's just so yeah, to, strong right to now. To reach families and to reach people who are cohabitating and don't realize the danger that it is to their soul and to their salvation and, exactly. and moral life. So. So I'm excited um, to talk with Joe today. And also, our Carathon, Iowa Catholic Radio Carathon, starts Monday, Monday yep. February 21st. We've been gearing up for it here. We just hope that you'll prayerfully consider supporting us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Um, we're hearing some great stories of people who have just had phenomenal transformations in their faith through yeah. Iowa Catholic Radio. And we have a new um, station coming online in Creston, Iowa. Yes, we do. And we've had some people call from there sharing their testimony. So it's just so wonderful to hear that God is working through the Iowa Catholic Radio. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting week. You definitely need to tune in. And we ask for your prayers, too, during that week for the Carathon. Absolutely. And just so you know, the Eucharistic Miracles of the World Display can be reviewed at the Basilica of St. John uh, through February 23rd. So get a chance to get over there. Go to Maybe go to Mass at that beautiful basilica. It's so beautiful basilica. there. Mm-hmm. And we have an exciting event coming up on July 24th. Um, so ways off, but you can buy tickets. It's, we're bringing in Scotty McCreary. He's, um, and his special guest is Allie Colleen, and she's actually Garth Brooks' daughter. And uh, they're coming to the Iowa events. Yeah, everybody's like, maybe she'll bring Garth along. Um, the Iowa events, it's at the Iowa Events Center Ballroom, and it's on Sunday, July 24th, and you can get... Um, tickets and information at celebra- CelebrateCountry.org. It's going to be a great event. So if she brought Garth along, my husband would just be like all over that. We went to we went on a Garth concert 
Brody's one time. We went to two concerts in one week when he came He's through. He's pretty good in concert. He is. We, he we, puts we, on we a can't advertise that, but we, we can pray. Yeah. We right? pray that would happen. Wouldn't that, be, yeah. wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. All right. Well, you're listening to Iowa Catholic Radio Network and Catholic Women Now, and we'll be back here with Joe Teeling. This is a segment about small Catholic innovations that made a huge impact from the OSV Institute for Catholic Innovation. Long before Wimbledon, a group of Catholic monks in 12th century France were taking a break in their courtyard. I imagine it went something like this. A monk, I'll call him Brother Leo, shouts, Take this, Brother John! He tosses a ball to Brother John, and Brother John, a little startled, swings his hand, smacks the ball back, yelling, Take this, Brother Leo! On and on they play until their superior comes marching out, yelling, What are you two doing? Brother Leo replies, Ah, it was just a game of take this. But in French, the word for take this is tenez. So that may not be the actual story, but you can thank Catholic Innovation for tennis. Learn more about what OSV Institute is doing to inspire and encourage Catholic innovation at osvinstitute.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Rick Schaefer of Sullivan Auctioneers, LLC. Conducting professional full-service auctions for farmland and farm machinery since 1979. And Sullivan Land Company Real Estate Brokerage, 515-313-5508. SullivanAuctioneers.com. St. Vincent de Paul helps so many people. You're right, Zoe. St. Vincent de Paul Executive Director Steve Havman here. We are serving over 32,000 local residents with food, clothing, furniture, and financial assistance annually. We invite you to learn more about all of our life-changing programs that positively impact so many Iowans by simply Googling St. Vincent de Paul of Des Moines. Our mission is to help those in need become self-sufficient through education, community connectedness, and unconditional support. Help us help others. Even kids! Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Uh, before we welcome in Joe Teeling, our guest today, I just want to say that a couple weeks ago we had Barb Mendoza on from Pietra Fitness Studio, and she was talking about a new stretching program that they are offering there called Pietra Fitness. Um, it's a nice alternative to doing yoga. And she is wanting us, to, uh, I want to let everybody know that Julie Dorman, one of the certified Pietra Fitness instructors at the studio will be doing a demonstration of Pietra Fitness this Saturday morning at 845. Fitness by Design is located across from the Des Moines Art Center on Grand Avenue, and this is open to men as well. So, Do you need to sign up ahead of time? or can you just I'm not sure. Okay. I think they just have people show up, but you can go to the website and check yeah. it out. So, is it just pietrafitness.com? No, I'd go to... Uh, um, her website for her oh, that's right. fitness by design. Fitness by design, yeah. DSM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And check that out. So I had coffee with Julie last week and it was so much fun to hear about how it's going. It's going really well. So yeah, I took a class there with her. It was yeah. good. Yeah, she's yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so joining us today here on Catholic Women Now is Joe Teeling. Many of you know Joe as the businessman who spearheaded the start of Iowa Catholic Radio, and he remains active as the president of the board of Iowa Catholic Radio. But today he's joining us with his latest endeavor, um, Communio. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Nice to be here. Well, you always have something going. Uh, you were just always just an inspiration. You know, you just never stop. So that's a, a witness to us all. A well, witness to us all. I'm happy to be it's here hard this to, It's hard to live with. <laughs> Maybe we have a show on that, Leslie. Yes, we could. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just a little worried. Uh, so tell us a little bit, what is Communio? Sure. Well, um, Communio is a 
rather new organization, and it came out of a, an initiative called the Culture of Freedom Initiative. I met the founder a few years ago at a Catholic leadership summit uh, out in California, and just one evening over drinks, he was telling me what he was doing, and it was just mind-boggling. I was so excited and so impressed with, with the work that he was doing. Um, but um, really, the, the whole idea of communio is to renew marriages and strengthen families, and um, timely, I would say, based yes. on what's going on in, in the family uh, life in the United States. Just maybe a couple of statistics to get us started this morning. In 1970, 40% uh, of um, all households were married. In a, and so really, it's, it's a little bit um, uh, confusing statistic because it in, it includes both, you know, uh, both spouses. And that's dropped to 17.8% in 2020. So basically, um, what it's saying is just people aren't getting married anymore, um, or they're delaying for a long time getting married. And, and that has um, had a material effect on our economy. It's had a material effect on uh, the social fabric of the United States, on crime and on poverty. So uh, a couple other statistics. 54% of children 17, when they reach their 17th birthday, will be living with one parent. 54%. That's, that's over half. That's a big statistic. Th- that's, that's over, over half. half. Wow. But. Even more alarming, in 2020, 49% of all children were born out of wedlock. Wow. That's astounding. Ac- across all, all races. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was really, when you said how it affects the economy, I've, I mean, I've seen the effect of, you know, we see that effect on the culture and social, our social part of our culture. And it reminds me of John Paul II said, you know, the family is the building block, the cell of the of the society. And there, go, as the family goes, so goes the culture. The so goes the nation. Nation, yeah. Yeah, and the family's the domestic church, right? Yeah. The family is a direct reflection of the Holy Trinity, and so it's sacred. Uh, and, and beyond um, beyond all of the the uh, financial and uh, civil uh, issues, it's really important to the life of the church. So, can, so how is Communio injecting their into this to help. Yeah, and, and I think it's maybe just a little background. Uh, J.P. DeGance, the gentleman that founded it, uh, worked for years in Washington, D.C., and he worked in politics, you know, trying to drive uh, victory in certain political state or national battles, and, and he learned, you know, from an early, early on how to use data and um, marketing and discipline and execution to win. And so um, he's a father of eight children, has had some, his own experiences and family challenges and breakups, and decided in 2012 to use these capabilities instead of trying to win political battles to try to win the battle on renewing marriage in the U.S. So he kind of went more proactive with this. He did. And so th- through a long story, he started this uh, Culture of Freedom Initiative and their first really big project was in 2016 in Jacksonville, Florida. And Jacksonville had been historically one of the worst divorce rates in the United States for 40 years. So they, they did a little research on where, where do we really have problems. They went right for it. They went right for it. And <laughs> Jacksonville also had been the number one major city in Florida, the highest divorce rate in Florida. So they, they kind of had it covered locally and nationally. So they went into um, uh, Jacksonville and worked with 93 churches, Baptist, community Bible churches, Catholic churches, and uh, tried to help them 
bring people in and teach them interpersonal skills to try to help them strengthen their marriage or their relationship. It's really a, a great uh, exercise. Three years um, it went until 2018. It also brought them into back into the church, right? Well, so that was part of it. You know, yeah. the, the, the whole idea was to get people to come to church and then to use that time to help teach them how to do better in their marriages. Not so much um, around God or theology. It was just around how to get along. Communication is Communi- just a big key in marriage, mm-hmm. you know, you just bet. that alo- alone. So three years uh, uh, after the project, they, they worked with 58,912 people that they got in three years to go through. You just have that in your head. He didn't even look at his notes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was 58,912 people. 24% drop in divorce rate. That's big. Wow. 24% drop in divorce rate. The churches they worked with on average increased attendance and and membership 23%, and tithing increased 28%. So it's like, okay, this is working. Uh-huh. And so they rebranded the initiative Communio in, in 2019, maybe a more simple name and, you know, so on. And so that's when I met JP, you know, uh, right as he was rebranding into Communio. And I became so intrigued by the results and the data they used that I, I felt like, you know, we needed to find a way to bring them to Des Moines. And uh, so that, that's uh, something I'm working on now is and with some other folks trying to uh, get Communio to come to Des Moines and work with five of our Catholic parishes here as pilots to begin to strengthen marriages and renew families. And we well, have we have some parishes that have already said yes. We we have um, some parishes, um, five, mm-hmm. uh, that have agreed to be pilots. And I'm not going to uh, say right now over air who You're they are. We're still in the beginning stages here. We're in here. the beginning stages. But um, the key uh, for our listeners um, is your pastor has to uh, be very engaged and uh, excited, and then the, there needs to be staff at the parish level, generally at least five couples. They don't have to be staff of the parish, but they have to be parish members that love the idea and will commit to helping drive results over a three-year period of time. So when I was talking to you yesterday about this, I think one of the most um, intriguing things was the use of data analytics. And my sons who are involved in all the computer tech stuff, they're always talking about analytics and this and that, and it just kind of goes over my head. But I think this is really powerful to meet the culture and what's the culture giving us and to bring good out of it. Yes. And I also think this is very attractive to young adults because this is their world, is data analytics and Google analytics and all that kind of stuff. So I could see where getting couples on board with something like this would be attractive because it is that world instead of like, here's a program, read this book, invite people. Right. And, and so the, the concept with, with data is really let's use information to drive the results that that parish is looking for. So we'll just use, um, you know, let's just use St. Augustine's as an example, centrally located. Um, uh, let's say they decided to pilot the program and then their pastor and the folks that are involved in driving results, they're going to develop, okay, what are we really trying to accomplish here at St. Augustine's? And it might be, we'd like to grow the parish, one, and we'd like to strengthen families, two. That's simple. So then Communion will devise a strategy using data to drive those results. Data that is pertinent to their 
to their goals. To the, and to the people that live around them. It, well, sure. And, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and every parish kind of has their own little personality, a little they kind do. of focus. And that really they is do. tailored. And that's important, too, because one size does not fit all. It, it does not. So to give you an example, I had them run some information for me in a five-mile radius of St. Augustine's. I wanted to know how many people were cohabitating but not living together. I mean, but not married. And there were 10,000 couples that were cohabitating without children and another 7,000 couples with children not married. And a five-mile radius. Five-mile radius, just, you know, central Des Moines. And so that's just an an example of the information that they can get and discover. Mm -hmm. And so what they do is they use this information to do direct marketing to those people that the parish would like to interface with. And they they use um, Facebook and Twitter and and so on um, to do a series of uh, invitations to attract people to like a big event at the parish. Well, we're going to hold that thought right now. And when we come back, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, let's pick up on that as to how they attract people and couples or whatever their their target market is back to the parish. This is we're speaking with Joe Teeling about the program Communio. This is Catholic Women Now on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Sixty seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Man who's free to love is free to hate. He who is free to obey is free to rebel. Virtue in this concrete order is possible only in those spheres in which it is possible to be vicious. A man can be a saint only in a church in which it is possible to be a devil. You say, well, if I were God, I would destroy evil. Well, if you did that, you would destroy human freedom. God will not destroy freedom. If we do not want any dictators on this earth, certainly we do not want any dictators in the kingdom of heaven. And those, therefore, who would blame God for allowing man freedom to go on hindering and thwarting his work are like those who, seeing blots and smudges and errors in the student's notebook, would condemn the teacher for not snatching away the book and doing the copy himself. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security, providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. St. Thomas Classical Academy is hosting a lecture Saturday, March 12th, starting at 7 p.m. Raising Catholic Men with Daniel Kerr, President and Headmaster of St. Martin's Academy, a Catholic high school for boys that combines classical academics with an integrated work program on a sustainable farm in Fort Scott, Kansas. Raising Catholic Men, Saturday, March 12th at St. Thomas Classical Academy, 4801 Franklin Avenue, Des Moines. Learn more at stthomasclassical.org. That's stthomasclassical.org. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And we are visiting with Joe Teeley. Um, many of you know him, um, familiar name. But however, today he is talking about communal, a program to strengthen families. And right before the break, we were just getting into, you were just starting to tell a little bit how 
communion would set up an event or attract people after they've gathered all these analytics about the area, met with the parish, identified their goals. Can you just take it from there? Sure. So uh, maybe an example would be best uh, over the holidays, uh, a parish in Denver, uh, then there's 10 Catholic churches in Denver that have adopted communion as pilot. It's gone very well. Um, and we've gotten strong reviews from Archbishop Aquila and the CFO there. Uh, I'm doing my due diligence to make sure these folks are as good as they say they are. And uh, their CFO said, hey, this is the best thing we've done. But over the, this holiday, there's a, one parish in Denver that decided to have this big event. And uh, Communio helped market to them. And they had 1,200 people attend, of which 900 were non-parishioners. And it was just a, a caroling night. Uh, around like bonfires in the parking lot of this church. And the whole idea was just to have fun. And it was like $5 to come. There was hot chocolate and, you know, snacks and just fellowship. So the whole idea there, the parish was trying to reach out to grow. And those 900 folks, then they know how to get a hold of them now because they've used, you know, all types of digital means to get them there. And so the next step is to invite them back to, uh, an event that might have a little more meat in it, like, hey, in six weeks we're having an event to help teach you how to get along better with people or improve your interpersonal skills. And the hope is that two or 300 of those folks would come to that event. And then they migrated further into programming uh, to get the desired effect of the parish's goals, whether that be strengthening families, getting people back into the church, or getting people married. I mean, every parish has a different plan. So communion does all that with them. They strategize on how to get people to the events, what events might work inside their budget, what programs. They have a list of hundreds and hundreds of programs that are designed for different things a parish may want. And say, hey, if you're really trying to um, get people to learn more about getting married and the benefits of marriage, here's six programs you can take a look at. So that's a little bit of how they work. So a parish that may sign up for this would expect to hold three big fun events a year, followed up with invitations to bring them into a more uh, closer uh, or more uh, effective program, you know, with a little bit more meat on the bone as they go. So when you say five events a year, so they're constantly three events or three, three events. large events a year. And so they're constantly, you know, bringing more people in throughout the year. It's not like one event and then take those people through the year. It's several groups starting at different times. It, it can be. And also, you know, that this church in Denver, those 900 people, if only 100 or 200 come to the next event, they're going to still reach out to them again to come to their next big fun event. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a movie, you know, and they might bring movie. a friend. They might bring a friend or they might bring, yeah. It might take a while to get some of them on board and get them, you know, That's coming right. to the to the things that are a little more meatier. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, and so they start off with they say they like to say the first event's always ninety percent um, popcorn and ten percent spinach, mm-hmm. and then the the, the follow up events have a little bit more meat in the bone, and then eventually uh, through friendship and relationship and meaningful content, they bring people into the church and they help people get married. Well, you know, besides the fact that this is incredibly needed, it, it also with what we've gone through with COVID, people are, hung, I mean, are hungry for community, I think. They so are. So this is a, a great timely um, thing to have communio starting. And, and the churches want people back at they their do. churches. Yeah. They and, do. And so people it's just are, a, de- are wanting something deeper. They right. want some more value. They want to answers to things they do. that they, they've kind of 
glossed over because we were busy doing other things before COVID. And we were worried about COVID for two years, and now it's like, yeah. okay, now we need to get back into some sense of normalcy and that's right community. Yes. And one, one of the things that I really like about their approach is that it's an invitation, mm-hmm. right? People are being invited to, in a really neat way, to join something fun and, and non-threatening, you know, inexpensive. And the other thing is now that they've, they've worked with over a thousand churches around the country now, so they have a really good idea on what events might work in a church's budget. And I also want to just, in case somebody just joined us, we're talking about communion, but it's all churches. It's all denominations they work with. That's so. correct. Uh, but they're particular if the denomination doesn't have a, a Trinitarian view mm-hmm. and a view of the sanctity of marriage, they won't work with them. Okay. So you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we are... Um, uh, we'd be delighted, I, I'm certain, if they would work with other churches here in town. But right now, they're just visiting with us. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to like to get this going. So to that end, there's a, a couple other things that our listeners may um, be interested in. One of the really strong uh, uh, things that got JP really in, you know, looking into this around the family was Our Lady of Fatima. And she appeared in 1917 to uh, three young children, and one of those visionaries was Sister Lucia. And later in her life, Mary told Sister Lucia that the final battle will be over the family. And that really motivated JP. So, um, And we're seeing it. We're I mean, seeing it's it. here. We're in the battle. We're in the battle. So we're so, in the battle. So. Um, the, the, the last thing you know, for our listeners is that we're going to need to raise some money to get this done. It's about a half a million dollars for a three-year program for these five parishes. And so that's kind of what I'm up to. And um, Well, if one, someone wants to get a hold of you, Joe, what's the best way to reach you? Well, they could call me or okay. send me an email, uh, jteeling, T-E-E-L-I-N-G, 2018 at com. And I bet they could call the station here, too, and they could get the message to you. Yeah. I would take that bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be simple too to remember. So, well, we're we're wrapping up here with Joe Teeling. Thank you for joining us today here on Catholic Woman Now, talking about Communio, a, a new innovative program to help families, strengthen families in our in our churches. So, well, thank you, Joe. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. All right. Well, let's close with prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear good and gracious God, we just entrust to you. Um, our, our marriages, and we just ask that you bring forth healing, communion in the marriages, and uh, cont- and continue to strengthen those who are working to bring marriages and strengthen marriages in our churches today. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This is we appreciate your financial support and consider joining our mission to evangelize with pledging next week at For the, our pledge, Carathon. Our yep. Carathon starts, starts on Monday. On Monday. Yep. And that, that's at iowacatholicradio.com if you um, want to get more information about it. And then also um, we have Faith on Trial next with Deacon Mike Mannon and Gino, and Gino Noel is up next. And this is Catholic Woman Now broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network studio. And remember, God loves you and has an amazing plan for your life. Today's Catholic Women on The Voice for Catholic Women Now, Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio.